drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, caught, touchdown to Torbeyer, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown to Twin Lions. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid. What is going on, everybody? Back again. Part two of the road trip. And yep. We're still on the road. Griff could give him the horn, so we know we're, we're driving. <laughs> you know it. We are about an hour and 15 minutes from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, we just stopped at some random place on the side of the road. I swear we can't find anywhere to stop. I mean, maybe because it's uh, 3.06 in the morning. But uh, we found somewhere to stop. I had to throw Grifka the keys. Uh, just like on the podcast, the... Uh, I did about two-thirds of the work, but I needed him to do at least one-third and get us to Green Bay. Uh, cannot wait to pull into the grocery store, get some grub. We're going to load up our coolers. We're going to... Uh... Here's a good story for everybody. We we know there was a little bit of audio issues on the, on the previous show. There might be some here, but we don't care. We're trying to just have fun with this and give you some audio content. But everybody knows that listens to the show that I love me some Jim Rome. So... There's a caller on the Jim Rome show. His name's Caleb from Green Bay. So I was thinking, you know, as this got closer, like, we got to figure out where to go, like where to eat, where the hangouts are after the game, stuff like that. So I hit up Caleb in Green Bay on Twitter. This guy, great dude, got back to me, uh, told us a ton of places to go, so we're going to try to hit that up, as well as... uh, Gosh, this guy's one of my favorite callers. Like I say, I, I, I said he's the best caller never to win the Jim Rome Smack Off. So he always brings uh, creative content. Uh, Caleb, I don't know if that song you pulled a year or two ago was your best idea. But other than that, you've been pretty solid. And I appreciate you being so cool on uh, on Twitter when I reach out to you of giving us some names. He, he wouldn't give me a score of the game. He said I had to wait. So I guess I have to hit him up. But I was obviously telling him how the Lions are going to go in and whoop him. But... Uh, 
like I say, once we load up our coolers and, and get ready for our tailgate, we'll be looking for somewhere to grub out and uh, hopefully having some fun with the Packer fans. So with all that being said, uh, the driver now, rather than the uh, passenger guy that was sleeping, I mean, talk about a, a party foul. I mean, <laughs> who co-pilots at 2 in the morning and sleeps on his driver? So what did I do? I put on hip-hop, Justin Timberlake, maybe some 60s, bebop and chop, about as loud as I could on the radio <laughs> to uh, make sure Grifka got some good shut-eye there. Uh, Grifka, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, the uh, 20 minutes of shut-eye was amazing. It was very restful. <laughs> oh, man, I thought you were out for about two hours there. I thought you were just two enjoying hours. my DJ music I had going Two hours. You set the, you set the car on morgue. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, wait, we have heat in this car. Oh, okay, no problem. I like sleeping in an ice box. Ice so. box? I saw you kept going for the heater. Like, I was a million degrees in here. I, I, I don't know. Degrees. I don't know how I was, like, sweating and you were freezing. So, again, just mirrors the podcast, how we view uh, view everything differently. But, uh, you know, you could always just say, hey, Okri, uh, turn up the heat, buddy, and I could do that for you. I but, was, yeah, I, I've driven, like, plenty of times late at night, like, I just turned down the heat to make it more cool because I understand, you know, I thought you needed it just to stay awake, so I wasn't going to complain. So So you were too hot or too cold? I'm confused. I was too cold. Okay, because, I don't know, like I said, I I don't feel anything now except it feels like you have it on cold, so. I do. (laughs) I do have it on cold. But you said you're too cold, so when you put hot on? When I'm driving, I want to keep it chilly to keep me awake. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I said I've driven plenty of times in the middle of the night where I have the air on just to uh, keep me awake. Well, what keeps me awake is because I had the music on about as loud as possible and was searching for random obnoxious songs to to try to wake you up so we could have fun doing karaoke as well as enjoying the road trip. You were clunked out sleeping. Yeah, for about 20 minutes. <laughs> act like I was like... You know, out for like most of this drive in the UP. That's what it felt like. But anyway, I guess Grifka's back. He's behind the wheel. I'm here. Just edited a podcast. If you haven't, uh, I'm sure you have if you're listening to this. Part one of the road he went up. And like we said, we listened to a little bit. We know it was a little bit uh, clunky. Hopefully this is a little bit better. I guess it's not the smartest idea to start trying to record off of a uh, horizon signal once you pass the Mackinac Bridge. Probably not the best spot to... Uh, be doing a live podcast at that point but like i said we're back here talking lions uh, having fun uh, pretty close i mean it's been a pretty easy drive recommend anybody that wants to roadie it to this game pretty easy uh like i said looking forward to getting there and checking out everything grifka like what i want to know right off the top is like we're gonna be in lambo lights will be on monday night football uh big NFC Norris division game I mean what, what do you think this atmosphere is going to be like I, I, I don't know what other games you went to but you know we're always at Ford Field we know what that's like I've been to Philly I've been to Washington DC for a Lions game like to me this is going to be much better than any of those I'm envisioning people with their shirts off to prove how tough they are in the cold weather oh of course so uh, I mean from watching uh games in Green Bay on television, uh, you see that a lot, but it'll still be a raucous crowd, I mean, being a division game, um, I don't know if uh, Green Bay fans take uh, the Lions very seriously, I know the team does, at least according to their coach, 
you know, they say, said the Lions are a good team. So, but uh, I still get the feeling that uh, Green Bay fans think that uh, they're the top dog in the, in the division, so they're not going to take the Lions very seriously. And they may view this as a pretty easy W coming off a uh, victory in Dallas. So they think, you know, probably coming home to Lambeau Field to beat up on the Lions won't be too difficult. But still, I think the crowd's going to be pretty raucous. And, um, anytime I've been in Wisconsin, it seems like they're, you know, it's good people over there. So uh, they might talk a little trash, but um, I don't think they're going to be as, like, obnoxious as, say, Philly fan, you know. So I, I think it'll be a good time. Rivka, are you a fan of the uh, the cheese made into all sorts of hats? Because you know we're going to see about 60 different versions of the cheddar hat while we're here at the game. I used to a long time ago. Sister lived out in uh, Wisconsin. She actually got me one of the cheese heads, but it was in the shape of a cowboy hat. So I did have one of those for a little bit. I think I wore it just a couple times, you know, for photos. But uh, I got rid of that uh, a while ago. <laughs> so even though it was a gift, but it was like a, a Packers gift, you still don this cheddar cowboy hat? Yeah, a couple different times. <laughs> Give this because some lady, really nice lady, I'm real good friends with her at my work. Out of the clear blue sky one day, she, she brings into work, hey, I thought you'd like this, hands me this uh, like quadruple CD, which first of all, who gives out CDs nowadays, and she's not even that old of a lady, hands me the CD, it's like the, the life story of Jim Trestle. <laughs> what? She's like, I thought you might like this, and she knows I'm a big Michigan guy, I'm a big sports fan. I looked at it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't accept this gift. I gave it right back to her. Her, She looked like looked at me like, what, are you kidding me? I'm like, why would you even think that I would accept this? I mean, like, this is ridiculous right now. So, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a give back of a gift that I had done. Uh, that was funny. That's what I had done with that cheddar cowboy. Like, thanks, but no thanks, you know, uh, on that one. But uh, I think the people will be all right. I think the crowd will be great. I think there's something about watching a game, not only outdoors, but at night, you know, the only game on TV, all that type of stuff is going to be just make it extra special. And like I say, I mean, have you ever, so you've never went to a road Lions game, right? No, I have not. Yeah. And like I say, I've only done a couple. So I know there's a lot of people that will go once a year or, you know, there's some of these Lions diehards, which again, please listen to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast who are at either every road game or all these road games like I don't know how they do it but that's that's incredible dedication as well so I'm expecting a raucous crowd on both sides I think Lions fans you know will represent as we often do on the road and like I say the minute that ball gets kicked off it's sort of just another game but like I say it won't be because it'll just be that atmosphere and that vibe and lots of stakes lots of things on the line for this game so Grifka the Lions offense, we talked about them a little bit in the other podcast, Daryl Bevel and company. Do you see a player or two that you kind of have circled in red pen that you think will either show up big or could help get a W in this football game if you had to call it right now? You know, ahead of time, I know that's kind of not your thing, but... Well, I have to think that Green Bay believes that their defensive backfield's good. I think it's a little overrated, so I think they're going to... Are gonna, they great? Uh, they're not that great. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to try to stack the box against Carrion and force Matt Stafford to beat him with the pass, which I, I don't think is going to be very smart. But uh, and this it's might not be that smart. Yeah, it's not that smart. But I mean, Zeke Elliott ran all over, you know, 
that team, which they should have probably tried to stack the box against those guys. And they were even missing, you know, uh, their starting left tackle. I, I still think Carrion could have a, a, a good game. I don't know if he will crest 100 yards. I mean, I'm thinking somewhere probably in the um, high 80s, low 90s. But uh, I think Carrion Johnson, you know, and even you know, catching little swing passes out in the backfield, um, he could have um, a big game on Monday night. Yeah, that's a that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. Like I say, I don't I don't know that we've proven enough to sort of say we're going to take your run game away. We really only had one pretty decent game on the ground. I would think it would be more like you know, like you said, sort of put pride in their their guys in the outside, but also know that our explosive big plays are usually going to come from. You know the wideouts. Uh, you know they they have a good middle linebacker. I do like Blake Martinez. He's all over the field tackling. I'm I'm not totally sure where he ranks or where he falls sort of in coverage, but you know I I don't think we got a final word. But I would assume T.J. Hawkinson would be good to go. This could be a Jesse James type of game as well, where they haven't really done much with him. <clears throat> kind of as I said, they wouldn't uh, as he's sort of fallen in line as the spot player kind of backup type of guy but I mean he's really just made the one third down that ended the charger game and a few plays here or there so you know maybe one of those under the radar guys comes out and just you know makes more plays than you'd expect to sort of win this game but I mean if I had to put it on a guy gosh I don't know I mean I'd love for Stafford just to sling it and, and for Kenny to have a big game, but I would think, you know, if, if Amendola is healthy and in there, maybe it's an Amendola carry-on type of game where underneath, run after catch, as well as just, uh, you know, pound them until they quit in the run game and, and see him get in the end zone a couple times would be nice as well. So, you know, those would be a couple guys that I'd sort of pull out of there and then you know, as we've always said, we really don't care who or how, just get it done. But uh, it'll be interesting because you, you can't really go into a Lions game nowadays going, hey, you got to take away this guy, and that'll do it. So curious what the Packers will do as well as who Bevel and company will feature. That'll be interesting. When we're talking defense, you know, we know your love for Jared Davis on this show. Uh, you know, Tracy Walker's a guy that we both – second guess when he was drafted then I was a little bit quicker to come along saying like I really see some things from this guy as well as the crazy measurables um, arm length stuff that he has gosh not only has he played really well but I think you know he already seems like almost like a leader on that defense with him and Quadre in the back end well what kind of defensive players jump out to you I know the big Hughes throughout there that he thinks this is a coming out party for Trey Flowers, another guy that you ragged on, even though he's in game four or five of this five-year deal. Um, who, who do you think might be stout and really jump off the page on defense for the Lions? Um, I mentioned on the two-hour-ago podcast that I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to probably try to sling it around. I think this might be a Rashawn Melvin game, actually. I don't think they're going to test Slay. Um, I think he's got that mantra now that he's able to shut down wide receivers. So I think they're going to try to go after Rashawn Melvin. 
even though he's having a, a really good year. So uh, I think that yeah, he's going to be able to you know come up. He likes to come up and even hit on the run. So um, I can see him making some tackles, but then actually you know some pass breaks up, pass break up as well. I don't know if he'll get an interception. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that uh, he'll throw the ball away before he throws into really tight coverage. So uh, I could see uh, Rashawn Melvin having a good game. Um, also, probably on the D line, uh, I, I still think a lot of people are saying like snacks. He's you know they're wondering what's happening to him. I think he's going to getting double teamed a lot. So um, I think that's going to continue to happen. So uh, Ashawn Robinson. You know, um, he's going to have to come up big with the stuffing uh, of the run of Aaron Jones. So those would be the two guys I'd be really interested to see. Rifka, what I'm interested in right now is as we're driving in who knows where, Wisconsin, all I see is Are our... Are in Wisconsin? I don't know. <laughs> I would hope so because it says we're only an hour away from our destination. But uh, I'm looking at our Wi-Fi, and it started at LTE... Then it went to extended 1X, which I'm sure is not good. Now we're in 3G, which that was, you know, so 2007 or 8, something like that. So I don't know what's going on with our locale as well as our signal. But uh, that could explain maybe some of the audio issues that uh, we are we are not in the best of, of spots. But like I say, we're cruising along here on the road. So, um game plan uh, set you've heard our offensive defensive side of the ball guys uh, game plan is to Grifka's going to finish out this last couple hours uh, here we're about an hour out it says when we get there the plan is to go get brats hamburgers chips beverages uh, any other types of fatness that we probably should not have to uh, stuff in our gullets and then we're going to ice that down find a spot to uh, throw the old uh, vehicle and then we're, we're we're out on foot with the Detroit Kool-Aid cast uh, banner made a few banners and sent those to some of the people that hit us up on Twitter and support the show big time we had the banner out we got a sign that says Detroit Kool-Aid in the house so if you see that if you're hearing this and you're out and about in Green Bay and a Lions fan look for a sign as well as uh Finding some foods, finding some good people of Green Bay to hang out with, and then uh, we're still in Michigan, by the way. Still in Michigan, supposedly, allegedly, says the uh, GPS lady. Um, but we are gonna try to get in that tailgate in that parking lot as soon as we can, set up shop, and then let let the fun begin. Chucking footballs, using our bullhorns, walking around, grilling up food. It's going to be an incredible time. So for everybody, it's another short uh, podcast keeping you uh, up to date where we're at on this road trip. Gripka still says we're in Michigan. I, I can't imagine, but maybe so. I just and, saw a uh, pure Michigan sign. I mean, <laughs> we're in Michigan. All right. Well, uh, we might have issues, man. Hopefully we get to this game at some point. But uh, thank you, everybody, for checking us out. Uh, you, you got our uh, big-time performers. Again, we'll see uh, who nailed it, who didn't. And uh, we'll also just hopefully come out of uh, Lambeau Field with a W when it's all said and done. We'll probably check you after we uh, load up on Grub or once we get some Grub and hopefully talk to some people of Green Bay. Maybe we'll put them on the show if possible. We'll see what happens. Take care, everybody. We're out. Back to back. Start the plane. This game.
drink it in, man.